So say you've got a weak pelvic floor. Yeah. And then you strengthen up your pelvic floor. Mm -hmm. Can that improve your sex life? Yeah, 100%. Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Way podcast, your go-to place for all things fun, happiness, well-being, growth, trust and diversity. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I am here to inspire and connect everyone who chooses health and happiness so you can be your healthiest self and live life the happy way. Hey guys, today's episode is all about caring for your precious vagina post-pregnancy and how to heal and strengthen your pelvic floor. Your pelvic floor is a group of muscles and ligaments that support the bladder, uterus and bowel. Throughout our life, the pelvic floor can weaken due to childbirth, repetitive straining and consistent heavy lifting. Today, we have women's health physiotherapist Bella Terreri to answer all of our questions as well as give us some much needed tips on exercise and movement post-pregnancy. So welcome. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Of course, of course. So tell us a little bit more about yourself, your qualifications and why you love the women's health area of physio so much. Yeah, sure. So it's quite funny. I became a physiotherapist because I was into sport as per like most of physios do. Um, and then I was on a, my first placement at the Lower McEwen and they put me on the women's health ward. And I just had such a wonderful experience like supporting women that I was like, okay, now scrap the sports stuff. I mm. really want to get involved with women's health. And so I did more of my private practice stuff. And then through Adelaide and through the Pilates mm. world, I met a few people that were women's health physios that led me on the path to do some specialised courses. So um, I did a lot of women's health training courses, pre and postnatal stuff, but also pain science stuff related to your pelvic floor. And from there, it just grew. Like I was working in a private practice, but then I took it online yep. um, so that I could kind of expand who I could help. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just fell in love with it. So yeah, I've don't really want to do any other type of physio. Yeah. Like I just feel great about empowering women to get the knowledge that they deserve. Yeah. I found that there was a really big lack of that, mm. especially my experience working with women. You know, they just had no idea about half of this mm. stuff. And I just, m my opinion was this should just be common knowledge or women should be told this stuff, especially when they're looking at getting pregnant and having yeah. a baby. So, yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm excited to dive into yeah. all of it because I feel like there's so much I don't know. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people listening are like, but what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, how do yeah. you, what do you mean the vagina? Let's yeah. get into it. <laughs> Love talking so, about vaginas. Yeah, yeah, that's your area. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to start with the FAQs um, yeah. that you as a physio would get a lot from mothers post-pregnancy as well as just women in general. Okay. Um, so let's get straight into it. First one leaking is this normal after having a baby and can you elaborate on what leaking is for someone yes. that may be listening about what the hell are they talking about it's so funny so in the physio world especially the women's health world we don't like saying the word normal so okay. when you see those tenor ads yeah. um or like you know pads for leaking they yeah. say you know it's normal to leak we yeah. say it's common so it's really okay. common to leak after having a baby but it's not normal okay so when we say leaking we might mean that you know, let's just say you go for a run and you can't hold on. Mm -hmm. And so you leak or you jump or you sneeze or you cough and a little bit of urine comes out. So that's okay. what we mean by leaking. Yeah. Um, there's so many different variants of that, but that's probably the most common form is we call it stress incontinence. So mm -hmm. something has to happen to put pressure on your pelvic floor to leak. So 
a cough or jumping mm-hmm. and then you might leak a little bit. But it is very common after having a baby and just yeah. like you talked about at the start, mm-hmm. just the stress that your pelvic floor does go through when you give birth. Yeah. So it is okay. common. Yes. So it just kind of weakens that area. It does weaken. And then, okay. So post-pregnancy, how often do I need to do pelvic floor exercises? And what about pre-pregnancy? And as well as just your everyday girl, like someone like me who hasn't been pregnant and isn't planning on getting pregnant anytime soon, you know, how do we strengthen the pelvic floor? How do we prevent these things from happening post-pregnancy? Or, you know, what do we do? I don't know how to do it. (laughs) It's so funny. So that's probably the first thing anyone asks me, Mm. even if they're not pregnant or even if they haven't had a baby, they go, do I need to do exercises for my pelvic floor? And I yeah. go, you might and you might not. So there's so many different layers to your pelvic floor mm-hmm. as in what you should and shouldn't do. So there's not one common set of exercises that everyone should be doing. Okay. So depending on the base strength of your pelvic floor, you may need to do more exercise to increase that or you might actually have a really, really strong pelvic floor, but you can't relax. So maybe mm. you need to do exercises to relax ah, it. Okay. So a lot of people always assume their pelvic floor is weak. Yeah. And that's why we go, no, no, it's really important to get an assessment done mm. to see how strong your pelvic floor actually is so that we can do an individualised exercise okay. series for you. Okay. So to put it easy, it's not really yeah. one like, okay. quick answer for everyone, yeah, okay. but we do say to people especially before you're planning on getting pregnant or you Mm. can do it in the early stages of your pregnancy to go see women's health physio Mm -hmm. and they can assess your pelvic floor. So, for example, the most common one I actually do see is more so people that have um, a really strong pelvic floor and they cannot relax. So we're like, you want to push a baby out of that? Wow, okay, we need to teach you how to relax. And so they still do strengthening exercises, but they learn how to relax their pelvic floor as well. So that's really important. But... Um, an everyday girl like Mm. you and I, it just depends. It's probably based on symptoms. So if you have no symptoms, don't have any pain, don't have any So what do you mean by symptoms? Like what can symptoms be? Yeah, so symptoms, most common ones that people think are red flags are leaking. Yep. So like stress incontinence. So if you cough, you leak a little bit, you feel like you can't hold on when you're about to go onto your way. But then also the biggest one, which a lot of people don't think is red flag, Mm. is pain with sex. Okay. And so pain with sex commonly relates to having an overactive pelvic floor. So meaning you can't relax, like you can't let go. So there's so many different like layers to the spectrum of your pelvic floor. And I think that's the biggest thing that people go, oh, like, wow. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. No idea. Wow. Mm. Can having, so say you've got a weak pelvic floor. Yeah. And then you strengthen up your pelvic floor. Mm -hmm. Can that improve your sex life? Yeah. 100%. So. The biggest thing we help some women with is so once you once you give birth and this is vaginally yeah. uh, predominantly your pelvic floor might feel like it's weakened and that contraction mm. that your pelvic floor does may feel I don't like using this word but may feel looser so it's the okay. best it's the best word to use yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and so a lot of women find that when they have penetrative sex mm. it just doesn't feel the same like it doesn't feel as good okay. so by strengthening your pelvic floor um, it can help with that contraction and it can feel better wow. But I would actually say the flip side to that is learning how to relax makes sex feel better. Interesting. Yeah. So I'd actually say that some women, like after they have vaginal birth, go, this is is great now. Yeah. Um, But 
I would say a lot of people are on the other side of that, that they need to learn how to relax to enjoy sex. Okay. And yeah. how do you relax your pelvic floor? Yes. Yeah, it's really hard because it's, yeah. it's not like it's your bicep where you go, cool, I can see it contracting, yeah. like I'll do a bicep curl. Because it's all inside. It's like all you inside. can't even see what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. It's so interesting. So when we do an assessment, um, we actually use a device that we can see, like the mm. pressure go on and off. So that helps. But yeah. The best way to actually learn how to relax your pelvic floor and know what it feels mm. like is to know what it feels like when it's fully on and off. Okay. And sometimes that's by doing it digitally. So literally, okay. you know, yeah. feeling it yourself. Yeah, okay. Um, putting a finger up Yeah, there. putting okay. a finger up there. <laughs> I'm just going to say yeah, it. Yeah, putting a finger up there <laughs> as many as you want. Um, because a lot of people are very visual. Yeah. So if they can't okay. see something, yeah. they don't know. And it's so funny. Like I've assessed women and they're like, I'm definitely relaxing. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're, you're not. up here, sis. Yeah. Like you're like you're yeah. tight right now. Like you're wow. really holding on. And they go, oh my god, seriously. So why do people hold on so much? Like, is that a stress thing? Is that a stress? It can be a lot of younger girls. Yeah. predominantly are the ones that are like really? overactive. Um, okay. a lot of women suck in their tummies all day yeah, as well. Like okay. sometimes I just say to girls, just let it go, relax, because mm. they're always on. Yeah, and this also relates to endo and things mm. like that. So okay. If you've got pain down there or something going on, you're naturally going to just squeeze and yeah. hold on okay. to protect your body. Yeah. Um, similar way to with sex. Like if you yeah. don't want to have sex, you're going to hold on. So mm. it's it's actually quite common. So it's more so like a protective thing your body okay. does. But it's also something girls have kind of been trained to naturally do in a yeah. bad way. Like they're just always Exactly. On. We're yeah. always holding on, sucking holding on, in. Sucking yeah. in, holding on. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. This may be a silly question, no. but does strengthening your abdominal muscles yeah. play a role in your pelvic floor? Yeah, it it does. I think the biggest difference that I find with like women's health physios mm. or let's just say personal trainers that are specialised in that area is that yeah. they're really different muscle groups. Okay. And so a lot yep. of people go, oh, it's okay, I'll just strengthen my core and that yeah. will stop me having stress incontinence. And okay. you go, it might help a little bit, but it's a mm. separate muscle okay. group. Yep. And I think that actually strengthening your core, though, can take a bit of pressure off your pelvic floor, yeah. especially for a younger girl. So mm. if she was getting pain and all she was doing was holding onto a pelvic floor but had a really weak core, yeah. maybe strengthening her core would help stabilise her. Okay. And then she better let go a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. From a physio's perspective, what is the difference between post-care for a C-section and post-care for vaginal birth? And what should we be doing afterwards to heal and recover? Yeah. So, I mean, the biggest difference is the way you give birth. So okay. obviously with a C-section, yeah. it's surgery. Mm. So they're cutting through the abdominal wall. Yeah. Um, with a vaginal birth, you're pushing the baby through the vaginal canal. Mm. Um, so we'll talk about vaginal birth more so because it's a little bit more complex yeah. in recovery. So what we actually really recommend for women is to see a women's health physio at the start of your pregnancy journey because okay. then we know the baseline. So yeah. what your pelvic floor was like before okay, and then what it's like during your pregnancy so that mm. we can reassess it once you've given birth. Okay. And that's really important. So we really recommend having a six-week postnatal check, so mm -hmm. once you've given birth. And what we'll do there is assess the strength of your pelvic floor. Did you have any tearing? Mm. Are there any... Red flags, for example, do you have a risk of a prolapse and things like that? Okay. Um, and from there, we'll give them an individualised program to work on. So yeah. most commonly it's strengthening stuff. Mm. Um, 
and doing some stability exercises around their pelvic floor, so like your core and also Mm -hmm. your glutes because that helps with that area. But mostly vaginal births, the recovery can sometimes be quicker because it's not surgery, but it actually really depends on the individual um, and how they're feeling. So that's kind of like a common pattern. Okay. And then for C-section, you just got to really be careful because you can't, do much for the first yeah. six weeks. I mean, I've seen some freak women yeah. recovered after four weeks. I'm like, what the hell? What the heck? What the hell? <laughs> um, but normally it's like six weeks, so it's the same. And yeah. we check their tummy rather than okay. their pelvic floor. Yeah. So unless they're presenting with pelvic floor symptoms like we talked about yeah. earlier, we just check their strength of their tummy mm-hmm. um, and give them more so core-focused exercises okay. to work on. So your tummy, well, your ab muscles actually separate Wow. Um, yep. to grow the baby. Mm. And mm. during the C-section, you kind of lose a lot of your abdominal strength. So we yep. help bring that back together. Okay. Yeah. And that would be quite a long process. I feel like women after giving birth, because of the standards these days, yes, are so hard yep. on themselves yeah. and think that I need my post-baby body yeah. and all of this crazy stuff. And it's like, no, that shouldn't even be a thing. No. You know, it's mm. you've given birth to a human, yeah. like nurture your body and, be slow and exactly. take time and you look amazing. You yeah. know, you've just given birth. You don't need to no. look how you looked before your baby. Yeah. Or, yeah, I just think there's such a stigma around that. I hate it. It's it's a lot of, you know, a new mum, I feel like they have so much pressure on them already. Yep. There shouldn't yep. also be that pressure of being completely normal like not normal but being completely like I was before you know and yeah it's it's ridiculous like I think the biggest thing that pisses me off is yeah (laughs) yeah I guess gets you fired up up um, (laughs) just the judgment like yeah other women place on each other and like Mm. when you're when you give birth to a baby the focus is literally on the baby yeah and that's all the education you get whereas afterwards there's no focus on what the mother needs yeah. or anything like that yeah. it's like the doctor's like okay cool the baby's alive see how you go see ya. yeah um yeah. so I think this like pressure and the stigma to like bounce back straight away mm. is ridiculous and every woman's body is different yeah and that whole saying like oh if you breastfeed you'll lose weight yes that's bullshit yeah not everyone does no. like and I would say that if someone does that's great but also like a lot of women don't. And so they've mm. thought, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I bouncing back? Yeah. So I just feel like you just got to be really kind to your body because you just went yeah. through nine months of growing a bloody human. Exactly. That's awesome. That's an and incredible now you've job. And kept it alive. Like, yeah. I think after a month, I'm going to throw myself a party for keeping a human exactly, alive. Exactly. Yeah. Not the bloody baby for me. Yeah, for me. <laughs> exactly. Yes, I did so good. Yeah, it's still alive. We've got this. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me kicking yeah. goals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. I think lots of mums, you know, they need to hear that yeah. and take a bit of weight off their yeah, shoulders. Literally and, take weight off their shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when it comes to exercise, how should an expecting mum be moving their body yeah. throughout the different trimesters? Yeah. Um, you know, how do we know what is safe for our bodies? Because yeah. obviously there's a lot of, you know, oh, don't do this, don't do that. Yeah. Oh, if you do that, your baby might fall out. Like, yeah. <laughs> honestly. That was, and I genuinely thought that. I used to see women lifting weights and go, they're going to push this baby out of the yeah. vagina while they bench Yeah, press. exactly. So funny. So <laughs> I'll just start by saying that everyone's scenario is so different. Yeah. So you really need to yeah. listen to your body. Mm. And it's quite funny. Like I used to get a lot of clients that would go, I'm going to get fit now that I'm pregnant. And my biggest advice to anyone out there that's trying, start now. So start before mm. you're pregnant because the first 15 weeks, mm-hmm. you may have the worst morning sickness of your entire life that you cannot move, you cannot exercise. So even yeah. if you were walking a lot before, 
by the time you get back to it, you're going to be like, oh my God, I can't walk like two steps because you're just yeah. so deconditioned from resting, which is so fair. And I think that throughout, you know, let's just say up until like 30 weeks, the different types of exercises vary. So you can walk, you can even run, yeah. you can do weightlifting. Pilates is my favorite. Yeah. Because um, I think it really focuses on yeah. the muscles that you should work on, but it's just listening to your body. So mm. I think the rule of thumb, when you start really showing, so yeah. like your tummy is getting in the way, so it's mm. kind of around 20-ish weeks. It's yeah. different for every woman. You want to avoid certain exercises that feel uncomfortable. So it's yeah. more so a comfort thing. So okay. a lot of women actually run up until 20 weeks mm. or some even past 20 weeks because yeah. it's how comfortable they feel. Mm. Same with weights. Like we say tone it down on the amount you're lifting. Yeah. So let's just say I used to lift like 50 kilos before. Yeah. Just bring it back. So normally yeah. it's about 10 kilos. So you okay. can still do all the exercises you want, but you just got to adapt so yeah, and listen like and you listen. said learn to listen to your yeah. body if yeah. it doesn't feel right yeah it's probably not right for it's you right. at that so moment crunches yeah. and jumping we yeah. tend to avoid yeah but there's so many exercises you actually can do like I used to teach yeah. like um pregnancy mm. classes and I was mm. like god I had like these women doing crazy stuff I was like I can't do that and you're like 35 weeks yeah pregnant. and look what at you freak. go yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy but you can really push yourself <laughs> and it's healthy like yeah. the evidence shows mm. it's really good to exercise during pregnancy okay. so don't be scared to yeah. women get judged for exercising during pregnancy but I would say do it it makes you feel good mm. it's good for your baby it's good yeah. for your body amazing yeah. so you you did slightly say something yeah. about jumping but I do want to touch on that because yeah. I think it's one of the biggest things that you can jump you can't jump what yeah. happens if I jump like a is something going to happen to my baby? Yeah. You know, so let's clear it up. Yeah. <laughs> when should uh, can you jump, and when should you stop maybe jumping? Or yeah, yeah. So is there a rule about this? Rule or? of thumb again. So yeah. as soon as you like, it's when your stomach really pops. So you know, when you see mm. women that are pregnant, and then you go, "Oh my god, she's popped," because yeah. you can see that yeah. really firm yeah. Yeah. belly. Normally, it's around that time that people feel uncomfortable. Okay, because got their belly there. There's more pressure on your bladder yeah. so when you're jumping. Um, so I'd say up until that point. You can jump because running is essentially jumping anyway. Yeah. Um, but after that, you don't want to. So okay. if you jump, you're not going to do any damage. But yeah. um, okay, cool. That's good to know. It's a comfort, <laughs> it's a comfort yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. So I had like this woman up until she was like 17 weeks. Yeah. She was doing burpees. She was running. Oh burpees. Yeah. How did she manage a burpee with yeah. a belly? <laughs> she, she just didn't pop. And I was, and she wow. was fine. And she has had her son, and he's perfectly healthy, and she's perfectly fine. So wow. She just listened to her body. Like she was quite fit before yeah okay and she was like I just need to move my body because that's what makes me feel good yeah and so she was fine and then stopped when it felt uncomfortable great so she just listened she listened yeah I'm just killing it and (laughs) I've I have heard that if you start x so if you're quite a fit person Mm -hmm. and you start exercising before you get pregnant and then you exercise at the start of your pregnancy it is easier for your body to recover after having the baby so you can get back to movement whatever that may be whatever form that is yeah is that true 100 percent. yeah okay um and that's why doctors really recommend exercising throughout your pregnancy so i mean what happens to like your pelvis during pregnancy Mm. we'll just say like these hormones or the chemicals that go on in your body, yeah. they loosen um, up your like pelvic stability. So that's yeah. why a lot of women get back pain or maybe hip pain. Yeah. And so actually doing exercises that strengthen those stability muscles that surround your pelvis okay. really help with recovery. And also mm. once you've had the baby as well, because you've got those muscles to support you. So um, like your glutes, 
your you can do minor core stuff, but your leg strength, your ham, you know, your hamstrings, all that stuff. Mm. Because once you've given birth and like your hormones and stuff change, you you're going to start to move more normally. Yeah. But you really want to protect your body while you of do course. that. So it's a hundred percent. It's yeah the best thing you can do. Okay. Yeah. So after giving birth, this is probably again, this is probably to do with each individual person yeah. and their yeah. body, but. Is there like how many weeks after can you start getting back into exercise? Yeah. Is there, you know, there is a set. You're, okay, you're right. It's, it's, yeah. So, for example, I did have a client that after four weeks she she was fine. Yeah. Okay. Her ob- obstetrician signed her off. Yeah. Um, and I knew her like this was her third baby. She yeah. knew the drill. Like okay. Yeah. But we'd say most commonly six weeks. So you have okay. your obsgani um appointment at six weeks, mm-hmm. um, and they do an internal if you've had a vaginal birth, and they essentially check you off. And that's normally around the time you stop bleeding as well. Okay. So we say it's safe after that. Yeah. Okay. But up until that time, you can do walking, you can yeah. do whatever feels good. And okay. then I would say once you've kind of had a proper assessment done by your women's health physio. Yeah. And they can give you an individualised program. Okay. So it's probably around yeah. the six week mark. But okay. I say that and there's some women that don't go back for 12 weeks. Or, yeah. And that's also fine. Like you've just yeah. given birth to a Exactly. baby and yep. it's new especially if you're a new mum yeah, so of course I think I feel like I'd be yeah. like while I'm pregnant I'd be like oh yeah can't wait to get back into yeah. exercise and then after having the baby yeah. I'll be like oh my god I'm no, so tired like, no like, Feed me cheesecake oh, yeah. in bed, I'm just like. gonna watch Netflix <laughs> my yeah. baby's sleeping yeah 100% so I mean it just depends it I mean just depends. yeah but yeah six six weeks is the rule of thumb but I would just suggest to anyone definitely have a women's health physio check yeah. post baby whether it's okay. a c-section or a vaginal birth, mm. because even if you're not feeling anything, it's just good to get of course get it checked out. Like yeah. as if you feel fine, it's just good to just cover your bases. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, from a women's health physio perspective, what is something all women should be doing daily to support their body and general well-being? I'd say movement. Um, yep. And I know that's such a, like a generic thing to say, but mm. I think. What like my big ba- my biggest issue I think with society at the moment is a lot of people move their body to punish their body, yeah, um, rather than celebrate what it can do, um, mm-hmm. and that's so important um, because your body is amazing. It's a your know, vessel that takes you everywhere, yeah. And so I think picking a movement that you really really love, whether it's yeah. yoga, whether it's hiking, whether it's you know dancing, whatever it is, because your body will love you back for it. And yeah. really thinking about why you're doing a movement is really yeah. important as well, um, and how it's going to benefit your body not how it's going to make you look aesthetically. Yeah. So that's my biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. Learn to enjoy it. Yeah, learn to enjoy yeah. it. And I mean, like I said, we were talking about this before, I'm yeah. very hyper, so I yes. actually find that burning my energy makes me like slightly Calm. calmer, slightly yes. calmer. Yes, <laughs> yes. Very, very high energy person. But, yeah, um, I And it. I just feel so good afterwards and it's just a celebration of what my body can yeah. do. And I, I never put myself down if I can't make the distance I want to yeah. do when I ran. It's yeah. just, yeah. wow, I did it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Good. Did it take you a lot to get to that point? Like, did you, were you always like that? Or did you feel like you went through a journey where you're like, oh, I've just got to do this because yeah. everyone's doing it? Yes. Or, oh you my know, God. I, so, I think I've, I've definitely done that. Oh my God. So much. Yeah. I think it just like, unfortunately, I mean, where we live is a very small place, but yeah. I think exercise culture was just awful. Like mm. I think it was like the last few years. Yeah. It was actually before COVID, I think. Yeah. And then when COVID happened, I was like, wow, I'm going to really learn how to slow down and really yeah. like listen to my body. But I remember being around people that'd be like, yep, if you do this amount of exercise, you'll get a six pack. And then as being like being a women's health physio, I'd look at all these women that are so fit, yeah. all different body shapes and go, 
actually a six pack doesn't mean you're fit no. or a six pack doesn't mean you're like the best person ever. No. Look at what she can do. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think steering away from looks, but more so mm. how you feel. Yeah. Um, so it has taken me a while to get there, but yeah. I was always really fortunate that I had a really positive relationship with my mum and yeah. she was really positive about yeah. body image and things like that. But you're surrounded with it every single day. So yeah. like even the people I love most, mm. you know, it's just such a big topic of conversation. So yeah. I think really listening to my body, but I also think becoming a physio and doing a lot yeah. of women's health stuff has really helped me. Of course. Um, and just seeing what women's bodies go through when they have a baby and how much more of appreciation I have yeah. for being a female. I think before I was like, being a female sucks. Yeah, But now yeah, I'm like, yeah. fuck yes, I'm a female. Yeah. Like, I am the best. So It's amazing what our bodies can do. Yeah. And we are so strong. So strong. We I'm go like, through so much. and So much. And I'm like, like, yeah, we're still here. We just, yeah. you know. Have blood coming out of yeah, vaginas exactly. every month, and oh. we're just like, yeah, I'm still going to oh, work. Literally, whatever. <laughs> so when our babies, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and that's what I say when that women would come back, like, you just pushed a baby out of that thing. Yeah, like, you, like how? Yeah, exactly. And they just stroll in like nothing happens. I'm like, oh my god, like I like dropped my coffee this morning. And it ruined yeah, my whole and day. It ruined, I was crying. I was crying. <laughs> I was like, I barely made it here. But you, look at you. Crazy. Incredible. Yeah. I need to come and see you. Yes. You are just great to yeah. be around. <laughs> so where can we find more of you? Where can we yeah. follow you? Where can we come and see yeah. you? Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of mobile stuff. Um, and that's just based off the fact that when I was treating mums, like, I mean, I don't even have a kid and I'm always running late to stuff. I really mm. need to be good at that. But um, <laughs> shit happens when you have a baby. Yeah. Like you could like plan two hours before to get to appointment on time and they do a poo explosion, like yeah. what are you going to do? Yeah. So I've kind of moved it to more mobile. So I'll come to your house if you feel comfortable. Amazing. And we can do like a home exercise program. Mm-hmm. We can make it really, really convenient because we can just use whatever is at home. Yeah. Um, but you can find me on my Instagram page, which is Be Physio and Pilates. Um, and if you have any questions or queries, you know, just slide into my DMs. Amazing. <laughs> She's got a really aesthetically pleasing Instagram and you you post so many great things on there. You post workouts and quotes and motivation. It's so good. So we'll make sure we put all of that in the show notes so people can click on it and come and find you straight away. Awesome. Amazing. Thank you you so much for today. It was great. So much goodness about our vaginas and how to strengthen everything. Yes, we love vaginas. Yeah, we do. (laughs) So amazing. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you have taken even just one piece of wisdom from this episode that you can apply to your life to help you grow and be a happier and healthier version of you. Please like, subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and make sure to share us on your socials. Sending lots of love to you all. Bye! Yay! Yay.